Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with a Topps box battle. It's actually an Inception battle. 2021, I got a couple of boxes from Topps. Wanted to review them. It uh, doesn't take very long when they're one pack per box and seven cards per pack. Still very enjoyable, and I think there's some things I can express from that that hopefully be helpful to you in your collecting endeavors. 2021 Bowman, latest I saw when I was doing this was about 160 bucks a box. That's just one pack, seven cards. And the Tops Inception from 2021 uh, coming in at 220 a box. Again, seven cards per pack. Pretty pricey, but you're guaranteed an autograph or two depending on the product. So I'll get into that. But thanks, sponsors. Uh, first and foremost for this episode, it's Tops, now owned by Fanatics, but it seems like the Fanatics at this point is kind of letting Tops do their thing. These are sets that were in the works before the just was made. And so, in fact, I think these were probably produced. It's been out for a little while. But thanks, Tops. Thanks, Upper Deck. Thanks, Panini, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Concy.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. These sets have been reviewed before, but not by me. I'm going to say a bunch of things, and some of them you'll say I already knew that. But some other things, maybe you'll say, I never thought about it that way. I just took the boxes and I thought, well, this is interesting. Just from the get-go, they look pretty similar. Figured the tops would probably be a little bit more expensive than the Bowman, but I thought maybe they could be about the same price with the two autographs per box out of seven cards in the Bowman and only one autograph or an autograph relic in each box, which is a pack of seven cards in the tops. Two autographs is better than one, but two autographs of guys you haven't heard of that may not even make the big leagues. There's a real question there. Of, you know, the value could be astronomical and it could be close to zero. So you just don't know with uh, prospects. And when you're buying a pack, you buy in the box, you don't know what's in there. But both boxes were pretty artsy, I thought, and each one contained the hologram kind of sticker that's numbered that we for purposes of contact tracing or knowing it. So they look very similar. Both of them have the disclaimer on there. They say, no, this is not a representation that cards will attain any future value. And again, I think that's lawyers saying, but they're not talking about whether they have value right now. They have value of what's on the box right now. But as far as future value, they are not warranting or guaranteeing or even representing that these cards will have any certain value of any kind, any future value. And so I think that's a very pessimistic statement, but I'm sure the attorney said, you need to say that. You don't want people coming back and say, hey, these cards are worth less than what I paid which in many cases is the case at some point when you fast forward 20 or 30 years, just like with the junk wax era, some of those junk wax cards have resurrected. So the other thing that came up is that both of these, even though these are 2021 product, both of them say they may, quote unquote, may contain redemption cards. And no one likes redemption cards, but that suggests to me that in some cases, these companies are printing the boxes or preparing the artwork for the boxes before the cards are completely finished, that they have these boxes ready to go so that when the cards are done, but, and again, there could be some late-breaking story that they have to do a redemption for a key player that did not uh, return his cards on time. So that's uh, troublesome, but people would rather have the eventual great card than somebody else in many cases. On Tops, but not Bowman, the Tops touts that they're the exclusive trading card of MLB. And it makes me think that's the brand. Bowman is a strong brand too, but Topps is an even stronger brand. People don't say Bowman is the official brand of Major League Baseball. They, they think of it as Topps. They think of it as Topps trading cards. No pack odds on the wrapper. <laughs> so both these said, I thought, well, open up the pack and then I'll look and see what are the chances I got what I got. I actually got 
pretty close to the representation of what they said I were going to get. I mean, I got exactly two autographs in the Bowman and exactly one. So I, I don't think you're going to get a hot pack with seven autographs. But neither one of them had the pack odds on the wrapper. The tops was this white print, very fine white print on a blue background that was hard to read. And the Bowman had the white print on a kind of aquamarine turquoise background. Again, very hard to read. But again, I think both these are not directed toward people my age. I'm not vision challenged, but I don't have the same eyes I had when I was in my 20s. If I had the money to spend. I actually do have the money to spend, but if I wanted to buy another box, I would lean toward Bowman. But it, it would be buy and hold, but not necessarily... I don't like holding unopened boxes, but I think, again, this is not what most people do, but I like to open the box and then I'm going to hold it from there. The Bowman box, if I bought another one, I would open it to see what I got. And I guess I'd get rid of decks that I think have a negligible chance. But anybody that has a chance to hit, I'd wait and I'd hold it back. The problem is I'm seeing some not this year's necessarily, but previous year's Inception cards in dollar boxes. So I think the base cards, even though the base card has an implicit, if you take $210, something is divisible by seven, let's say. So 210 is divisible by seven, 140 is divisible by seven. You get $20 or $30. So if seven times 25 is 175, that's kind of between these two boxes. In effect, when you're buying these seven cards, you're paying blindly 25 bucks for each card. Now you obviously going to consider that you get greater value on the autograph card. But when investors buy an Inception box, they don't know what to do with the base cards or the low-level parallels. And I find them in the in the dollar boxes. If I try to put them on Com C, there's already too many there in some cases that are for low prices because that's just not the way people, uh, they, they break out these seven cards. They're going to pull the, the two best cards in most cases and sometimes just the one best card. And that's just the way many people are doing that. So the, the base cards, even the base card of a pretty good guy doesn't go, it doesn't go for 25 bucks. Let's put it that way. So when I looked at it, I thought, well, I wonder who's producing the most cards. I would guess there's interest in the Bowman because it's expecting, but then Tops is the primary brand. And then I could back of the envelope calculation two different ways. One first way I said is just very simply, I'm wondering if the autographs, you get one in the one and two in the other. So the autographs are twice as tough. Maybe there's twice as many being produced for Tops over Bowman. And in fact, that seems to be what it is. Again, Bowman is prospects, Tops is established players, some, but toward the younger side. If you look at the magenta parallel for the Tops Inception, they're one per eight packs, they're numbered to 99, and there's 100 cards in the set. That multiplies out to less than 80,000 packs. That's, and then I looked at the, what is it, the Inception team logos, one per 2,700 packs, and they're one of ones, and there's 27 in that set. And that is again less than 80,000 in the 70s. So 70, 75, 80,000 packs still, they're making some good money when each pack is $220. So that's still 20 million. Wow. Okay. So that means Tops Inception is a $20 million product. Again, depending what it was sold to the distributors and all that, that's still a lot of money for seem like a half a million cards, not billions, but not even millions. Then you move over to Bowman and the prospects there, again, just trying to calc it up. I thought, surely that's smaller because there's kind of less demand. You're only going to be getting people that are really into the prospects. Your favorite player, your favorite up-and-comer may be in the Bowman set, but you know, it's more likely to be in the tops. So I looked at the blue foil that were one per four packs, numbered to 99 with 100 cards in the set. You multiply that out and you get less than 40,000 packs. And so that's half as many. And still, what would that be? 40,000 packs, and if they were $150 a pack... That's $6 million. It's still worth doing. If I bought another box and wanted to sell the seven cards, 
I probably would sell in either one I bought, I would sell the base cards. If it was a lower numbered serial or an autographed, I would hold on to the Bowmans, might trade off the ops because it might be able to trade for some other player that could go on my wall. So I would go with the Bowman. The other reason I'd go with the Bowman is, again, not just because two is bigger than one in terms of two autographs, but I think, again, this is just sports card insight, so there's a possibility that we're very new into this NIL thing where these younger professional players have now have some rights to do their own promotion of their career and not just college basketball and football. There could be baseball players who are able to have things that are before they're in their major league uniform and early in their career, even predating first moment. And so if that shifts a little bit of emphasis toward more interest in pre-rookie cards of any kind of stripe, then these Bowman cards could be in greater favor and esteem in a few years than they are now. If there's a proliferation of NIL and people going for what else is that player got that's from before they made the big league. So early cards, especially autograph cards, would be good. Last thing, and this is, again, I don't want to get in trouble with tops, but it's on the wrapper and it's on most of these things, is that there's a no-perch option with most of the card sets. And so it's not in the sense of a raffle, but you're allowed to send in a 3 by 5 card with your name and address and one request per household. And you've only got a week to do it. They give you a window within which you have to send in this request for consideration, I think you're requesting a card and they're supposed to send you a card. So for the price of a stamp and your time, you're supposed to get the same odds of getting one of the good cards. Now that could be, it's not just one in of the pack. I think it's probably one. So they maybe have a stack of cards there and every 28th card would be a blue foil if it's that. But I don't think many people are doing that. And if they did, it'd be a big headache for tops. They'd have to mail back because everybody would win something. They might win a base card. And that could get pretty expensive. But the cost of entering that game, and this is the statistics aspect, is that if it costs 50 cents to get a chance to get something in the mail that could be $25, the average is $25, then you should play that game as much as you can. It's just simple math. As long as the game is not rigged, if there's a stack of cards the top has and they're compelled by law to distribute them out in the same odds as what they put on the packs, then again, you can only do one per household, but you might want to find some other friends that are not collectors, say, hey, here's a postcard, not a postcard, but a three by five card that you could send in. Of course, then you got to say, when it comes in, give it back to me. They may say, wait a minute, I'm going to check and see what it is first. So maybe that's why this has not taken off. But again, it's you can buy a pack for $160 and get two autographs. Or you can send a three by five card to Tops and say, send me a card in the same odds of these other things. And you ought to get a two out of seven chance of getting an autograph. And so, again, I don't want there to be a land rush on tops for that, but it is the law. For certain states that consider this kind of a, not gambling, but just a little bit of like a raffle. that You're buying, there's a prize there, and they have to give other people a chance to get that prize without having to spend money. So, scary thought. Read the fine print and you'll see. 50 cents could win you 25 dollars or more. So, or less, you could get a base common, but you seem like you couldn't lose other than your time. Thanks everybody. Enjoyed going through this and I'll, thanks tops. And I'll, I'll see everybody again tomorrow. The man